Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 55 of the Moneyline Madness podcast. I'm Andy B. I'm here with Matt and Simo. How you guys doing? What up, what up, what up? Feeling you guys great. are doing a little bit better than me, but I mean, we're here. We're here, aren't we? You know, we're, we're, we're above water, so that's a good thing, I guess. I, th- I think we are a little bit better, certainly uh, certainly after last night. You guys want to just jump right into what happened last night? Yeah, may as well. So obviously last night, yesterday morning, we had our little Subway Series special, and last night was the game. So in case anybody didn't see, um, the Yankees came out back-to-back home runs the first inning. I mean, as a Yankee fan, I don't think you could have felt much better seeing Aaron Judge and then Rizzo go back-to-back just straight off rip. So that was extremely exciting. Um, And then to see Jordan Montgomery come out and just absolutely squander instantly was just unserious and unreal, like just gross product truthfully from uh, the Yankee side of the side of things. And it all like, even before the game, I had been saying like, I didn't want Montgomery on the mound. So um, that was really like my biggest beef with the Yankees right now with this subway series is just who they've been throwing. So I'm sure you guys are extremely happy and excited to uh, get to clowning. So I'll let you do it. You want to start, Andy? You want me to start? Uh, you, you can start. I know you've been waiting for it. <laughs> so, you know, it's just what I thought was going to happen at the end of the day. Um, the Mets came out. Well, honestly, it came out with fireworks in the beginning. You know, Aaron Judge with the with the banger. I kind of knew that it was going to be a slugfest at first with Taewon Walker and Montgomery, two guys that you know they get rocked here and there. You know, and um, what 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 the real difference in this game was was the composure that Taewon Walker had after the first inning. He gave up three runs in the first inning. Obviously, he gave up the Judge and then two more, but. He went six innings after that, scoreless, and that was the real difference. Um, other than that, you know, the Mets were Metsin. We do what we did. We we hit the ball, we get singles, we hit, we bring them around, we hit home runs, we got great pitching, we had great middle re- relief this with Ottavino, and um, and when them trumpets come out, you already know what time it is. It's it's a dub. It's it's a whole big dub. So I mean. We'll see what happens tonight. I, I, I predict another Mets W with Scherzer on the mound. Um, you guys got Domingo Herman on the mound. Kind of head scratcher, but I don't want to hear no fucking excuses when y'all lose. I really don't. Like, I, I don't give a fuck because Yankees are the best team in baseball, right? It don't matter, right? Y'all got – I don't want to hear it. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of looked at it. I look at it as – Around this time of year, I always look at every game as so important. And the reason I look at last night's game as a little bit less than everybody else is it furthered why the Mets need to get bullpen help. Because think about how difficult tonight could be if it was the same situation. I mean, they're not going to have Ottavino tonight. He pitched two innings. I couldn't – I don't see Diaz pitching. He threw like 25 to 26 pitches. That's the kind of way I looked at it. I'm so happy they won, and it was amazing. But it did definitely further the things that they need to get help with. And for the Yankees, I'm with Mo. There's no excuses to be starting Domingo Herman at this point. I mean, you're – No, 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 no. His excuse is for the loss. 
the Domingo well, no, Herman yeah, thing. You, I no, mean, there's just there's just no reason yeah, for it. But if he hasn't are, shown you anything, yeah. I mean, the guy came off. His, he's had I think one or two starts since he's returned from yeah. injury, and he's been atrocious. Yeah. So to start him in a Subway Series game just shows you like Aaron Boone doesn't take these games as serious as everybody else yeah. does, which just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like it it literally doesn't. You see Rob Manfred threw in the juice balls. And instead of, you know, taking advantage of that, you're throwing a guy who throws literal batting practice. That so. was maybe the thing that I heard most after that first inning was everybody was like, they put they put the juice balls back. They put the ju- I, I believe it because prime time game. Rizzo was a prime time game. Everybody was watching. Yeah. So you already know yeah. they, they, they it's possible they could have put yeah. the juice balls in there. Rizzo you did know. not look. Like he hit a home run on that pitch. It looked like a line drive double, maybe that hit the wall and it got over. But yeah, I, all in all, I think great night for the Mets, but it definitely for me furthered that the bottom of their lineup is terrible. It's very difficult to watch certain guys bat. I'm looking at you, JD Davis, and then uh, their bullpen needs some help. But if they can beat the Yankees like that with Taiwan Walker on the mound, there's Taiwan Walker is the Mets four starter if everybody's pitching to their best. So, right. but see, really, like, but then again, that's an excuse, no? Because then I could pull the no. same thing. Like, no, Jordan Montgomery is our four starter when everybody's no, no, no. so four versus four, right? No, so that's four not what I'm four, saying. Right? I'm just saying that Taiwan Walker is probably the best back end starter in baseball. That's just how deep the Mets are. I'm He's not your saying that right now. Like, yes, but that's because Jacob Degrom's not on the field and okay. Bassett's or been a little or yeah. Magoo. Yeah, they're, the Mets are just very deep at starting pitching. That's that's the thing that's great about them, and that's what the Yankees should have been doing in the offseason. They really didn't make that much of an effort this offseason to get depth in their starting pitching. They even they let Corey Kluber walk. I mean, those types of things. That I don't know if I would have called Kluber depth because I couldn't see well, him giving us any like better of who, a performance but, than we saw do, last night. Do you really feel like Domingo Herman is better than Corey Kluber right now, though? Like down the stretch run, wouldn't you want to? No, better but then like again, that? they didn't even want Herman. Like Herman's only well, even got a spot right now because he beat the allegations of beating his wife, and then Severino decides to get her every you know other day. So. That's really the only reason Herman even has a roster spot right now. Otherwise, I think that they would have been been given it to uh, the kid we got in the minor leagues. What's his? Uh, I put him in the video the other day. The pitcher. They've, I'm. They've got Davey Garcia game, still too. You got Davey Garcia. You have Luis Gil. Like, there's so many other guys that have a chance to just give like give him a shot. But instead, we're just continuing to try this like Domingo Herman thing that just doesn't seem to work out. And that's why it's like so annoying to see him on the mound because you know he's giving you that nonchalant start that they're trying to get three or four innings out of him and then move to the bullpen. Yeah. So, and I mean, after throwing three innings yesterday with Gumby, like you can't afford that today. You can't afford that. The same way that you're saying the Mets can't afford to, you know, have that same type of game relief wise. The Yankees are in the same boat, losing Michael King, their pretty much best reliever besides Clay Holmes. You know, they had they were forced to go to Aroldis Chapman in the sixth inning. Yesterday. I thought Aroldis Chapman looked good last night, though. He was he throwing a hundred. He was it throwing a hundred. So it, he looked good. He looked good. Marinaccio looked good. Mm-hmm. And that's really all that like we could have wanted from our bullpen. They didn't really, you know, let up the brunt of the damage. But the Jordan Montgomery situation is just puzzling to me. Like these two yeah. starting pitching pitchers, it just doesn't make sense. I tweeted it last night. 
if George Steinbrenner was still alive, he would have strategically <laughs> lined up a trade for Luis Castillo to make his first appearance against Max Scherzer. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just the way it would have been. Instead, we're just bending at the knee, throwing Domingo Herman. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I completely understand Yankee. Yankee fans have a frustration with their starting pitching, and, and it – I, it kind of goes back to the fact they're paying one three hundred and forty million. It really limited what they could do with the rest of the rotation. They got—I don't say they got lucky, but they—they're very fortunate that Nestor Cortez has become what he's become. Otherwise, their rotation would probably be Stary the worst bad. of any contending it'd, it'd team. Be stinky. Absolutely, so, it would be bad. And who knows what Nestor Cortez is going to be in the second half of? Who knows what he's going to be in the, the playoffs? Season. He has never pitched in a playoff game, so that's that's going to be very stressful. And that's that's really my knock for the Yankees. Like they have an excellent, excellent, excellent team. They have an excellent record, but when it comes to some real ass squads, and there's only five of them in the MLB. Yeah. All right. There's only five real squads in the MLB. Right. We're talking about the Dodgers. We're talking about the Astros. We're talking about the Mets. We're talking about the Yankees and the Braves. Right. Yankees ain't fucking with either, none of those teams, in my opinion. Like, when it comes to really playing ball, I, I can't see them beating any of those four teams in a, in a seven-game series. I, I really think it, like, it would be difficult with the starting pitching they have now. If they get Luis Castillo, really that's a they really do good something. rotation they could They better have. do something at that uh, yeah. trade deadline. Grab some more depth at, in pitching, even in middle relief as well. Um. But the Met, I mean, the Yankees got straight up outplayed last night. They're, like, there's, no, the there's Yankees no beat themselves yeah. for half the time. Getting Isaiah Kiner Falefa getting picked off, and that was bad. Anthony Rizzo that's getting, getting outplayed. Out. Like, yeah. that, that's, he, that, yeah. I wouldn't even say that's an outplay. He reached to avoid Pete Alonso's tag, and that caught like he didn't even go for the bag. Like, he those well, are mental mistakes you can't make. Between not, that, Josh Donaldson's error at third base. Like, those are the things that they lost the game by three. Yeah. Those are two runs right there. And then you add on the Rizzo play at second base, and all of a sudden, it's a tie that game. Was, that was the most curious play to me. Why are you double stealing with Rizzo involved? Because Nito's a good catcher. He can throw a lot of guys out. That was a Nito very odd play. smoked his ass. Yeah, Nito that was a very, very That was a straight-up good that... fucking throw by Nito. And I don't like Nito. I think he's did a you just, Wait, did you like, just that say was no, I said, was that a strategically, uh, a strategically ran double steal by former third I base sh- coach or, or former head coach at third base coach now, Luis Rojas? Oh, no, I hope that's so. What, he also, finally helped the Mets win a game. Finally yeah. helped the Mets win. Also, a game. literally, I tell you, and and Boone did some bullshit in the eighth inning. By the way, uh, what he put in Gallo against Edwin Diaz or yeah. Or, he that was, was questionable. Well, it was questionable, but it, instead again, of the guy that has 14 straight hits, I mean 14 games that with part, a hit, yeah, and you put in Gallo the bomb. He was he was hoping for one. He pitch, was hoping for but that uh, doesn't happen with Diaz anymore. No. That's not going to happen with anymore. Diaz. That yeah, doesn't that happen was, when the trumpets come out, bro. I that, was that very happen, bro. The only reasoning I see. Option. Only reasoning I see is because I like kind of for life literally has zero home runs this year. He that was the only run. reason they had any. And that's yeah, that's yeah. that's all we we needed a home run. So that's the only explanation yeah. I could see and from it. But besides that, it's you need really, a home run. You need yeah. a home run. You need a home run. Get a hit, bro. <laughs> Both teams kind of drilled in that they need a lot of help in certain areas, different areas usually with these two teams. But but, usually, um, our our help definitely is because we're injured. We don't oh really yeah, well, need help. Well, with the like, with the Mets this really year, don't. I don't. I mean, you kind of do if the Braves have caught up and you yeah. guys haven't no, had no. a slump. You, the you Braves are, the are are playing at an eight hundred win percentage. Yeah, clip it's kind of right tough right there, now. There's the no team in baseball that can help. <laughs> 
uh, uh, being in first place against the Braves right now. They're playing at an 800 clip. The Yankees would be would be a little bit shook right now, fucking with the Braves. Like we're two games, we're yeah. two and a half again. We're only five games behind y'all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not like y'all had a crazy first season, right? I mean, y'all had a crazy <laughs> first half, right? Yeah. That that don't happen ever. If y'all yeah. if y'all had that second half the same way y'all had the first half, y'all breaking the win record on the on the year. That doesn't happen yeah. in baseball. Y'all gonna regress. Don't don't get it messed up. Well, Y'all not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's an, uh, inevitable. 65 yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. The Braves are are playing at an 800 clip over the last two months. There's nothing the Mets can do about that. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. Like I'm not even mad that the the Braves are just being the Braves. Yeah. At the end of the day, the Mets are playing excellent still. I'm not worried. And, and yeah. Yankees fans want to talk shit like, oh, oh you better worry well, about the Braves. Well, better worry worried. about the Braves. I was close. I'm not worried, bro. We You're got the Braves, the Braves nine times in August. We got the Braves nine times. Yeah, August. I'm gonna be. I'm we'll be, see. We'll see who's really the better let team. Me, let me in be August. the peacemaker here. We'll see who's the better team. <laughs> oh, be the, we'll, we'll keep that one for the vault. That um, apparently the Mets are not afraid of the Braves. We'll keep that. All one. Right. No, did you just see us in the last series against them? That's let me let me. We're be not very, scared of them. I okay. think, and I think Matt probably saw this. I said I might have texted you after I saw it. That the guy that I've been pushing to be a Met for about three or four months now could be a Matt Wilson Contreras. If they make like that Wilson. deal, yes, if they make that deal that also gets David Robertson, that Mets lineup shouldn't fear the Braves. And they really At that shouldn't. Point, sure. Yeah, they shouldn't. And and listen, and I, I like the a, a I actually like the way Mo is talking because honestly there's no way the Mets will leave this next week and a half without a bigger bat. Like they're not going to be playing JD Davis in August. Like Vogelback will be playing against, against righties. Like, so at this point, I don't think the Mets should fear the Braves as much as everybody thinks they should Mm -hmm. because the Braves starting pitching is really not that good. Charlie Morton's not look good. He pitches tonight. Um, Spencer Strider was terrible against the Mets. Max Fried always seems to have a couple of starts at a season against the Mets specifically where he kind of has to throw a lot of pitches early. So really against the Braves, I'm not as scared. The thing with that scares me is right now the Brewers starting pitching has been so good lately that they're starting to scare me. They they lost yesterday, but they're so streaky that if you catch them in early October on a hot streak, your season could end right there. So they're more scary than the Braves right now, to be honest with you. I mean, this is the thing with the Braves as well. They're playing at an 800 clip, but the reason they're playing at an 800 clip is because they're playing dog shit teams. They're playing a lot of dog shit teams. They That's have true. a very favorable schedule over the last two months. The Mets have not. We get that in West Coast road trips. We've been yeah. doing all types of crazy shit. We've been injured. And here we are. We're still up, and we're still the third best record in the MLB. So I'm I'm very confident. And we got uh, the Marlins Nationals after the Yankees before we enter the Braves. So we'll sh- we should be up three, four games, in my opinion, going into August against some Braves. And we'll see what ha- we'll see who the better team is. We will. Well, Kyle is saying. Dodgers are about to lose three in a row to oh, Washington, even. and uh, he even. could be choking somebody out. The Astros, <laughs> and as well, 
going up against Oakland have just been dropping the ball. So, I mean, it's not just the Yankees that lost yesterday. So, oh, the, it was... uh, the powerhouse of the MLB, I guess it was a trend for the real winners to lose yesterday. So, <laughs> it is what it is. We'll take our dubs where we could get them. And uh, I agree, Kyle. That's a little bit ridiculous. And then you're laying that same parlay of Houston and the Dodgers money line. I doubling like down it. on that. And They're not honestly, getting swept by Washington. Yeah, they, they shouldn't. Yeah. They really shouldn't. And one thing uh, a lot of sports bettors do is if they don't hit that first time, they'll never go back to it. But don't do that. You don't do that. Never. You can't do it. You got to stick to your guns. You got to stick you gotta, to your guns. You got to stick with that because it's the Dodgers and it's Houston. Like we know they're a better team than both of those guys. So and that Patrick should be relatively Corbin's, easy. Patrick Corbin's pitching for Washington. So. And he stinks. Yeah. And Corbin he stinker. wants to get out of there. He wants to get out of there. So he's actively trying to ship himself. Away from Washington. Yeah. We'll get into right. some bets. Yes, yeah, we sir. can get into some picks yes, for sir. sure. All right. All right. I got a bet. Right, let me get a bet for the Yanks, for the Mets Yankees real quick. Okay. I got I got one play for the Mets Yankees. And it's a plus play. I got I got a nice little uh loaded play for y'all. Pete Alonzo home run plus three hundred. I, I, I see that. it happening. I see it happening tonight against Mr. Herman. I could definitely see that. It's funny you say that. I had and it's a positive EV play. I like I or Aaron Judge. I like Aaron Judge to hit another home run tonight. Honestly, shit, it could happen. And yeah. it's not going to happen against Scherzer, but I can see it happening later in the game. Scherzer always is very aggressive, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gives up an early home run to Judge or somebody like if it was going to be somebody to be Judge. But it's funny you say that. I was going to say, um, I don't know if he's listed on here. But yeah, there you go. Plus five twenty. Daniel Vogel back to hit a home run tonight. That would not. <laughs> no, you're laughing. You're laughing. But this he guy is barely playing. He's just and hilarious. He's, yeah, he's so fun. Our, like everybody in our Mets chat just calls him Vogel back to the buffet. Like that's just what everybody keeps referring him to. So I just I can't get past um, it. Yeah, did you see? I think Abreu was laughing at him when he came up to bat. I think he had a little smirk on his face when he saw him. Yeah, no, but I think that at plus 520, Vogel back to home run tonight against the righty, I would not be surprised at all, especially because the Yankees just used both their lefties in their bullpen yesterday. So they're probably going to have a lot of righties throughout the entire game. I think Vogel back would be a decent bet. Well, and he's I have a fatty, but he can rake. That's oh, he can. Sure. I'll give him that. When he when Mets fans see him run into a ball for the first time, then they'll fall in love with him because he can hit the ball extremely far. Yeah, so. I yeah. I uh, actually don't have a pick for that game. I just wow. I, I was surprising. thinking of ha- picking DJ LeMahieu to have two plus hits, just being that he's been heating up as of late. His batting average is coming up. I mean, it's always been relatively yeah. good for DJ, but it's coming back to his normal standards of 300 plus. Yeah. Um, so if there is one that I would I would like, I would probably say DJ LeMahieu. Um, I was looking for his bases, but they don't have any bases props on FanDuel yet for the Yankees Mets game. Um, so I'm going to take it over, going to put this one back into the court of the Atlanta Braves, and I'm going to be taking their money line tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies. This one seems pretty easy. Mm, I mean, I don't, um, know. I don't know if it's that easy. You don't think it's that easy? I, have, I, mean, Charlie, I actually had Philly's money line tonight. Really? Charlie yeah. Morton on the mound. I feel like Charlie Morton's been, besides Swider, their best guy. So um, I really like Morton in terms of especially his off-speed against a team like the Phillies. They are a fastball-hitting team between Schwarber. They got uh, Alec Bohm. I mean, I, I like Charlie Morton on the mound tonight. At minus 156, the value of that, I feel like, they're just a better team, so I'm going to stick with that one. 
I, I like the conviction. I had Phillies just because I know Kyle Gibson pitches really good in big games for some reason, and this is a big game. They can win the series against the Phillies uh, against the Braves, and uh, eventually their their lineup has to hit. Right, the Phillies have to hit eventually. Mm-hmm. They have they have professional hitters there. They're they're not like like uh, Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. Like they should be hitting. So I, he I used his home run up last eventually, night. Eventually, so yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think his juice is out for right now. And and the Bra- and another thing about the Braves, their bullpen, it's decent, but when you get to their closer, he's terrible. And they're gonna have to fix that. And there is no closers available, so that is definitely a bad mark on them. So it's another thing about them. Kyle says, I feel like the Rockies will cash tonight at plus one eighteen. It's a super public underdog, but I love fading Giolito. Yeah, I like that. Wow, I interesting because I was looking at Giolito props. Giolito's been terrible. He's he's post All Star break. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't been as good as uh we've come to know him. I mean, yeah. his fall from grace is kind of insane. It kind of you know who it reminds me of Dallas Keuchel. He has the same type of trajectory, just negative, just straight down, negative, straight, straight down, down. No. from a Cy Young guy to just straight in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I could, I definitely like that. The uh, Rockies coming in. That's uh they're plus one sixteen on FanDuel right now. The over under is eleven and a half. I know Kyle was here when we had talked about it yesterday. Ten of the overs hit yesterday yeah. of those games. Wow. So overs were very popular last night. There were multiple games with twelve plus runs. Um, and so we were all over that. And I think uh the over under for this one itself is eleven and a half. So I think Vegas is kind of forming and realizing that that was a little bit low of a ball yesterday. But other than that, yeah, I agree. Rockies money line tonight at plus 116 or plus 118. Wherever you could get it best, that's what uh, I'd be going with. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Giolito's been terrible and at Coors Field. Good luck. Have yeah, a good Coors. Night, yeah, Coors. Uh, I'll give you another play that I like. Um, I like you, Darvish, over 20 and a half outs. Um, he's hit this line one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of the last 10 starts. And I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Coming off of his last start, I would be very encouraged. Uh, I mean, he's looked very, very good as of late. And we know that if the Padres want anything to do with the National League, that they're going to need their pitching to get going between him, Clevenger, Snell. They got to start throwing uh, a little bit better. I have actually Manny Machado to record. And it's the Tigers. That, they're playing exactly. the Tigers. They're is, playing the Tigers. So you know you they're going to try and keep 20. in Darvish as long as possible. You know what I'm saying? 20 and a half outs is what, five innings. Uh, He's going to stay. Seven? Uh, yeah. yeah, you got to get got three outs in Three, three outs and three times seven, 21. Oh, yeah, burnt. I'm burnt. It's math <laughs> <laughs> he can get through yeah. seven against the Tigers. Yeah, against he the Tigers. That's why I, yeah. But I, like, uh, he's he's done it seven out of the last 10 games. Like, yeah. he's he's built for the long stretches. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's he does. It's because he works. I was at the game. I saw him the other day pitching. He works so slow that it makes you, like, actually upset. Like, it made me very angry how slow he was working. I have a bet mm-hmm. for that game, too. I think Matt said he had one. Yep, you I have Machado. Uh, Manny Machado, two plus bases at plus one hundred five for plus money right now. He's up for the National League MVP, top three in the race right now. Going up against the Tigers, that should yeah. be relatively easy, you know, for a guy like Machado. There you go. And I've got a uh, Padres minus one and a half. Like you said, the Tigers are terrible. They they literally said yesterday, everybody's available. 
That is never a good sign at the trade deadline when everybody's available. They were having a pretty solid first like quarter of the season too. They were really well because Javi Baez started hitting home runs early, and then he's kind of fallen off. He's he's been pretty pretty terrible. He's been Javi um, pretty bad. So I saw somebody tweeted that the Mets should bring him back. I'll make it clear. No, no, no thank you. He's getting paid twenty six million a year. No, yeah. thank you. No, um, yeah, but they said they're trading everybody. That the Tigers are kind of in sell mode. They're probably going to have to limit their bullpen use as well because they have a couple of relievers that are going to get traded over there next week. That's another thing nobody ever looks at in the trade deadline time. Not all the relievers are available on bad teams. Like they sat David Roberts in the Cubs yesterday. Like your bullpen's yeah. not the same. So yep, yeah, that, that's another thing. Padres minus I- one and a half. I also forgot to give another Yankees Mets play that I have. Um, Yerfy, not Nerfy, Yerfy. I think there will be runs in the first inning versus the Mets and the Yankees. How many? How many runs were there yesterday? What nine or like there was some? I mean, six the runs in the first inning. Were, yeah. There were six runs in the first inning uh, yesterday. Um, I think Herman's going to get rocked first inning. Uh, Scherzer might even get aggressive. Like you said, he, he's a very aggressive pitcher. Yeah. And when he does give up something, it's usually an extra base hit. So, I mean, I, it's at plus 115. I like I like it. I like it. I think it's really great value, especially off of what happened last night. I think it could happen again tonight. I agree. Kyle says Giolito has an ERA of 6.42 since June 1st. That's, yeah, that's, that's gross. That's never a good sign. That's not good for your number one pitcher. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. So, yeah, we'll be fading him hard. This this team hard. had Keuchel and Giolito on their roster at the beginning of the year. Probably felt pretty good about it. And they No, they did. They were Keuchel's, yeah, Keuchel's on his third team this season already, and uh, Giolito's yep. at a 6 ERA in two months. That's, Giolito that's is tough. about to be – in the uh, Wendy's drive-through line with Daniel Vogel. Sounds like it. So, <sighs> I got uh, I got one more for today. I'm gonna be going with. I know we we really like the Marlins, but today they're going up against Luis Castillo, and it just seems too right for him to have a good game today. Like it's just it's destined. So I'm gonna be going with the Cincinnati Reds money line. That's at minus 154. And then if you are interested, Luis Castillo's strikeout line is six and a half so if you want to parlay those together castillo over six and a half strikeouts and a cincinnati win you could get that four plus 225 um one thing i would look at i don't know what a service he uses for outs um keep luis castillo under six innings i would say he'd probably pitch about five uh they don't want to risk him getting hurt obviously he's their Mm. best asset so he'll get the strikeouts regardless because the marlins stink they strike out a lot and um, he could do that in four innings, mm-hmm. but uh, he's probably not going to pitch that much. That's that's freaky. That's honestly free money around this time because your guys are not going to pitch six, seven innings when they're getting traded. So that that definitely helps. So use that. I got one more play as well. I got Chris Archer under three and a half strikeouts plus one hundred four on SuperBook. Um, he's only hit this six out of his sixteen starts, which is thirty seven. Point five hit rate. Um, he's going against the Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee Brewers, which is a very tough team to play. He can get rocked and get up out of there real quick. I can see yeah. that happening. And I also, I mean, the Brewers are a tough team to strike out. Like you said, Andy, that they're looking really good as of late. So, I mean, yeah. 
I, I, I see them continuing this trend and Chris Archer getting smoked by him. Yeah. Kyle actually is coming from the other yeah, side. Kyle's of the other way. He says uh, Twins money line at plus 167. I see it on FanDuel right now, plus 176 too. Over Milwaukee, the Brew Crew got their emotional win last night and it's time for those bats to go flat. Corbin Burns gets zero run of support and Chris Archer pitches well. Give me that one, plus 167. Interesting. I mean, well, he, he Archer's Archer's good, but like you know, there's certain pitch, pitchers that you know pitch for strikeouts, and certain pitchers yeah. that don't pitch for strikeouts. And yep. Archer's not a guy that pitches for strikeouts, as no. you can see. He's a fly his, ball guy, and it's some yeah. of the reason that he gets shelled when he misses yeah. his spots. He's known to give mm. up the long ball. And me and Andy has said it best in an episode a while ago. Chris Archer performs best when he's not pressured to be the ace yeah. of that team. Yeah, you know, he, mm. when it's not all on him to be that guy. He's a pretty good pitcher, but we saw when Tampa handed him the keys, he wasn't able to handle it as their number one. They moved on to Blake Snell very, very quick. And they then, uh, yeah, and then moved on to class <laughs> now from him even faster. So, yeah, yeah, it's I think Chris Archer, the under on his strikeouts is a good pick today. Um, I think he's not. I think last. both can happen, though. That yeah, both, both can happen. happen. You're That's definitely right that both can happen. Yep, the Brewers. They don't get get uh, they don't get Corbin Burns any run support ever. It's really we talk about how streaky of a team they are and how good it is actually betting against them, being that they're so streaky. And so coming off an emotional win like that, you could probably even parlay the Archer thing with Twins money line and get you know a nice a nice little haul in for it. Also, yeah. he's only hit this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's only hit this two times out of the last eight starts. So I mean. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, like it. I like it. Parlay for plus four twenty nine. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty juicy. I, I like mm-hmm. that one a lot. Yeah, I got. I got one more. I've All I'm right. keeping on the streak of picking games that the Red Sox are in. So yesterday I took uh, uh, Guardians one and a half, and they won by five. So felt good about that. Tonight Gosh. I'm taking them again because Boston's so bad. Boston's a last place team now. That that caught me off guard. Let's go. When they said that, yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got Cal Contrill on the mound, solid pitcher. He'll get you. He'll pitch you six innings every start. Uh, it'll be a decent six innings, quality starts usually. Um, against Avaldi, who's been a shell of what he used to be, really. Um, keeps he, they, you know, last place Red Sox team against a pretty good Guardians lineup. I think uh, just plus one ten on that for the Guardians. So. Is that. Nate Avaldi a suspect of the sick, sticky stuff? Because his best days came when those were at its peak. No, but I definitely think he's going to be wearing a different uniform in the next couple of weeks. Mm, I interesting. don't see them keeping him. No, they're selling out. They're selling out yeah, heavy, they're, and they're, I can't blame them. They stink. It's nice. They it's think nice differently. Yep. You guys got any more picks, or are we good to? Let me uh, check. Let me see. Good to wrap up because I think I think we gave a lot of money makers today. We did. We did. Did you see? Yeah, uh, I think- Kyle just uh, put one down there if you want to put it on the screen. Oh, Giants. Yeah. Giants Logan facing Webb. a sweep today with their ace on the mound. Love Logan Webb. Giants money line minus 118 over the D-backs to avoid the sweep. I like yeah. that a lot. I like it too. I, was I like actually Logan looking Webb at, a lot. Yeah. I was looking at his strikeout line, and I think it was just too inflated for me to dabble on it. But yeah. I do like Logan Webb to win the game tonight for sure. And at minus 116, very odd that they're giving us a double kind of minus money line situation so i would definitely hop on that uh that as well for sure i like that i think that's really good value too because it's the giants versus the d-backs my and 
mind you, it's Logan Webb, who is yeah. an excellent pitcher. Yeah. I don't see, I don't get why that's that. On the other side, Zach Gallon, a good pitcher too. Gallon's great. Gallon's yeah, great. I mean, Gallon's great. Best guy. It's the Giants, and it's the it's the. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the Giants are looking at a sweep. They're not going to let that happen. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I like Giants money line for sure. That's a good. Did, pick you, call. did you see Carlos Rodon yesterday kick a bat at his teammate? That's an all-time moment. I did find it. it. Yeah. But after we get off, find the video. All-time moment. He just in frustration yeah, so, kicks the bat. It was so what we could do, yeah. like you know, we could find clips. You could upload them up on here, and you can play play the clip live too. Mm. So what? And we could talk about it while the clip's playing. Seventy-four so percent. Seventy-four percent of the money on Arizona. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, I get the Giants have a losing streak, but I don't like Arizona enough to be throwing money on them like that. That's a little I bit like crazy. The Giants. I, like, I like, you the know Giants what I mean? I'm a contrarian. I like fading the public yeah. at all times. I, <laughs> yeah, I like fading agrees. the public at all times. <laughs> Kyle what agrees. I do. Let them all bet Arizona. Yeah. That's <laughs> really? Please. We'll, we'll roll Please. with San Fran tonight. For Please. sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. with that. I'm with San Fran tonight. Cool. cool. You guys got any more picks? I think that's going to wrap oh, us up for today. Uh, I think that's yeah. a wrapper. Dope. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Kyle, again, we appreciate all your support, all the comments and everything. Um, we will be back soon. Moneyline Madness, episode 55. This has been extremely real. Subway series tonight. Make sure you grab your popcorn because even though Domingo Herman's on the mound, it's still going to be a good game it's nonetheless. It's going to be a great game. And uh, Max Scherzer is always good baseball for uh, all you baseball fans out there. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Don't forget to follow us on all the socials, and we will be back. Peace. Let's go Mets.